On this week's episode of Third and Forever, Kevin and I discussed the latest NFL news. There was a very large contract extension, a very sad retiring, some more developments in a certain quarterback's many civil cases, and then the bulk of the episode, we're going to talk about who we think the teams that are most likely to regress and improve in 2022. All right, let's go. This week's episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Ohm. Kevin, we're back. We are, and uh, we are officially now in the dog days of yeah. the NFL offseason. <laughs> I think we got a little spoiled with all the crazy shit that went on for the first couple of months there, kind of in between the Super Bowl and the draft, where mm-hmm. it really didn't feel like football went away. No. And we are in we are in full swing. We were talking about just now before the show, like... We are we are in the the period of insert player here like looked confident today yeah like news <laughs> which well, is normally we always talk about it like before this year we always mention like oh this offseason is gonna be nuts there's gonna be so many things that are gonna happen yeah and we that like, it never does it never lives up this time we actually got it we had blockbuster trades yeah quarterback shifting like teams uh, crazy extensions um, sadly a couple shocking player passings like that's still news yeah um there's another one this week or the, you know this past week and then you know i guess we even mentioned i get we were talking about pre-show like what we're going to talk about but the the broncos are under new ownership like oh, they, yeah, they accepted like a four and a half billion dollar bid uh to like walmart essentially <laughs> like like the people that own walmart the waltons like they now are the primary owner of the broncos and it's like all right. Cool. Yeah. And I it, guess it's so fitting because like now that Russell Wilson's their quarterback, it just it feels right because he's just so white bread and corny and like that's Walmart. If, if there was ever if there was ever a quarterback that would be a Walmart greeter, yeah. It's either Kirk Cousins or Russell Wilson. Yeah. And so I think it kinda it fits. But the thing that the difference between them, like arguably those two are probably the corniest dudes. Like Russell Wilson is like cringy, cringy. Like he, his, because yeah. he doesn't think he is. Kirk knows he is. Kirk knows there's, he's a full dad. Yeah, he leans into it. There's That's a self awareness there. That's him. And yeah. so, whereas you know that I I posted or I retweeted the video of oh of him in the uniform, him in, him in the uniform oh. doing the pre thing, like let's ride, like Broncos country. Let's ride. Maybe I'll put that in here in a he, clip. He, well, well, it, it's so like, bad. He looks like a like a robot pretending to be a human. Yeah. You know, one of those yeah. things where it's like they programmed him with like, let's ride. Yeah. Well, and, and they're like, just testing it. He He's just so, he's way too like rah-rah. He's way too like, like when the cameras are on, he's all about like hyping up his teammates. He's like, you know, this, put the team out back. But then the cameras go off and I bet he's just in dead silent. Like that's what talked about a lot with yeah. like the Legion of Boom Seahawk era when they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, should have won back to back, but they like his teammates. You know, he was like the the cover boy, but really not the leader in the locker room, like behind the scenes. But yeah, because he's he's a robot. So yeah. when when it, when he's not turned on, you just you just pick up the remote and like flip the switch, and he just you know, he just he's turned off. I feel like in terms of like nothing PR wise, he's so similar to like LeBron in like that he just. When the cameras are on, that's when he kind of like you know LeBron walking Le- around reading books, but only the first yeah. page. Le- LeBron is LeBron is uh, Russell Wilson with a drinking problem. Yeah, with the V. Like, yeah, <laughs> if it weren't for that, they'd be the same exact yeah. guy. Um, I don't know. So uh, there, we're gonna get in some news here, but that was one that you know teams don't get sold that often, so that's always noteworthy. Um, yeah, I saw a thing where it was like a record-breaking sale, and it was like, well, yeah, because like no one bought a football team that recently. Yeah, the last <laughs> one was when the Panthers' previous owner had yeah. to sell. It's not like the Broncos of, like, are like things. the best organization that's ever been bought. No, it's, that's not how money. But works. like that's how it just shows. Like any organization, like any sports team, it costs a crazy amount. NFL teams, it's absurdly expensive. Like it's the most expensive. Yeah, I mean, probably. as an owner, I know that better than most. Where it's like. <laughs> You know, it's it's a lot. It's a lot yeah, of uh, financial yeah, of investment that you have to make for your team, right? Um, all right. In terms of a lot of money, 
your fav- one of your favorite players, probably your favorite defensive player in the NFL. Yeah, I was going to say, I got a favorite on both sides of the ball. Yeah, um, Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. He was flirting with retirement. Well, he's not going to retire, at least for three more well, years. He, he lied like a punk bitch. <laughs> he lied. Like, like like the punk bitch that he is. So he he's for sure playing for another, what, f- I guess five seasons he's under contract. They have a couple voidable years in there in the end, but... Um, Are there any incentives in that new contract for next grabbed? Maybe, but he signed a three-year, $95 million contract, which included a $25 million signing bonus, and all 95 is guaranteed. Um, he is the first player on, def- on non-quarterback to hit over $30 million, I believe, um, especially for, for sure defense. Yeah, and uh, that's... That's a big deal. That's a big deal yeah. contract. Yeah. I don't get it. I think he sucks. But uh, they're, they're literally going to possibly go down as like the greatest like defensive player. There's a lot of people out there that think he's really great. So yeah. Yeah. They're, they're all happy right now. You know, I, I don't get it. All he does is just make quarterbacks pressured, even though he's being triple teamed. Like his numbers are stupid. Like you actually look into him, it's just dumb how nah, good he's I'd, been i'd rather not look into the numbers i'd rather kind of just, just go off keep of how on your I hill feel. and yeah. just say he's a punk bitch yeah and uh i don't have a lot of success with numbers i don't know no if, yeah like no it, that, they don't really work for me very well no they don't uh so that you know i don't know how the rams just continue just cap is a myth if you know how to work the cap and and if you don't care if you ever have draft picks yeah it's it's pretty good i know um and then another news is a sad one. Ryan Fitzmagic mm-hmm. officially retires from the NFL. The journeyman ends his journey. It's sad. It is sad because it's one of those things where he changed teams so many times that you <laughs> kind of just take for granted that he's like always going to be there. Yeah. It doesn't feel like he's been around for a ton of time because no. you can kind of discreetly separate each each team into a different kind of part of the the Fitzmagic era. Yeah, and he, I mean, he was, for a guy, he, little history, he went to Harvard, if you didn't know that. Wait, no. He went to Harvard. No. <laughs> Did he go to, like, like the Harvard? The Harvard. Like the smart Harvard? Yeah, the smart Harvard. Whoa. Um, he uh, was drafted in 2005 in the seventh round, the 250th pick, near Mr. Irrelevant, almost. Love it. So, for a guy to be in the NFL for, what is that, 2005 all the way through... 2021 that's what is that a whopping oh come on come on english 16, major you got it 16 years <laughs> that's pretty damn good yeah it's pretty damn good um and he jumped around to was started at the rams then the Bengals, then the bills the titans the texans the jets the bucks the dolphins and then the washington football team now known as the commanders wow it's also nice that he never went back to somewhere like yeah. after leaving. <laughs> yeah. he, he just kept he, moving he forward. Is signing, he is signing a one-day contract with uh, the Bills to retire a bill. Okay. That was his longest stint. It was just I mean, crazy. He was only there for like four seasons. Yeah, not all those teams. If I had to choose one to hitch my wagon to, wagon, uh, it, it would be the Bills. So well, I don't blame him at all. You talk, so he obviously didn't play. You know, His season was kind of cut short this year, and so he didn't really play – a ton, but he was there in the playoffs, like in the first Bills game when they played the Patriots, when they just killed him. He's yeah. there in the stands, shirtless, just amongst Bills Mafia, just going nuts. And it's like, I mean, that's it just well, adds the lore. Yeah, and that's and that's who Fitzmagic is. He was never a guy that cared. I mean, I I'll always remember his uh, press conference with the Bucks. Mm-hmm. When he came out, I think he was wearing somebody else's jacket and like it was wide open with his chest hair and his oh, sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, when was, he was with the Dolphins, I believe. Yeah, he was always just like a don't give a fuck kind right. of guy. Right. And like, I think he kind of played his entire career with that attitude of like, I probably shouldn't even like be here given how late he was drafted and all that stuff. It's, yeah, it's kind of all just gravy. And that was that was always really fun. Well, he like it's truly like unbelievable for a guy, like you said, to be drafted that late, have that long of a career. And it, it gives hope for a lot of these guys. Like, like sure. Your hit percentage on a seventh round quarterback is going to be damn near zero, it's low. Yeah. but for every, you know, terrible one, you have a chance of getting a Fitz magic and a guy like he's never going to be your franchise quarterback. He is like probably one of the better 
placeholder guys. Yeah. Like, it, it, you just... He's, he's a fling. I got to have him for a little bit. You know, that's what, like, Gardner Minshew's probably destined for a career like this. Um, it's the facial hair, it's, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, well, the thing is, you look but you look at Fitzmagic's um, progression, like his pictures, every, like, through each year. You just see him getting more and more, like, Grizzly Adams. Like mountain man. <laughs> it's yeah. just wild. Um, but... Fairly well to Ryan Fitzpatrick, a.k.a. Ryan Fitzmagic. Um, last bit of news before we go into our actual book of the episode. Uh, Deshaun Watson is now up to 24 civil cases uh, for sexual harassment, assault. Um, stuff. Stuff. There yeah. was a thing where it looked like over a 15-month period. A 17-month 17, 17, 17 period. period. There were 66 masseuses that were hired which i mean that's got to be like most of them in the houston area like you know you're always innocent until proven guilty but 230 million guaranteed folks yeah it's like it's almost it almost looks like there was kind of a pattern where he would reach out to not well-known masseuses in an effort to get them to say yes because he'd be big for their business and then use that power and influence to sexually harass slash assault them. Yeah. It almost looks like that. I would never accuse him of doing that. I think he needs to go through his due process. But to the untrained eye, it really, really, really looks like that's what he was doing. So, and in a bit of even, I think, more gross news, if I'm reading this correctly, it was like just in like six minutes ago, attorney for 24 women... Because uh, they have like one major, yeah, one big one, attorney, one attorney. Um, who filed lawsuits against Deshaun Watson say says the Texans will be added as defendant in lawsuits. Yeah, because the Texans were giving him they were, like NDAs and stuff yeah. like that for these women, which that's it's like let's try to sweep this under the rug. Like it's yeah. you know they clearly tried to just wipe their hands clean of this. Like Why? they're trying to move on. Is there but- a good reason for it? an NDA to exist? Like all I ever hear is like bad people try to get people to sign NDAs. Because they did bad things. I mean, if you're like, like, it, like most the, most of the time way. when you sign an NDA, it's like if you're in like any bit of like tech industry or like a company, you have to sign an NDA so you can't then steal their intellectual property. It just and like that other like, companies, like yeah. you can get sued up. You know, it just always seems asshole. like it's not a good idea to sign an NDA. Like it always seems like it's worse for you. It's it's if you are signing it for a company, if you don't plan on leaving, co- or like you know, it's basically just allow making sure that. If you do steal their ideas or steal technology while working for them to go to another company where they pay you more money, you're probably going to be sued. And like that's where that's why people sign NDAs. It's you or, know or, all if, for, or if you're a you know a masseuse, you yeah, know, obviously you're yeah. going to be signing tons. Yeah, of NDAs. most most of the time it's just confidentiality yeah. kind of stuff where you're like making sure you don't you know leak information. Yeah, a lot, but of, this a lot case, of information and, and and secrets in the in the massage business. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Um. All right, and then the last bit before we move on. I said it this before, but I have to mention uh, very sad passing. Another on out of nowhere uh, passing of former Viking corner uh, Jeff Gladney. Unexpectedly, was it a car crash? I I think I so. Think it was. Um, I just want to, yeah yeah he, another car accident in Dallas at two thirty in the morning, um, saying that his his car clipped another car while trapped while speeding um vehicle then spun off the road crashed into a brick wall and ignited into flames like it's bad and it was him and his uh his girlfriend in the car as well so extremely sad um he's only 25 he just looked like he was going to be back on the field with the cardinals and it's scary stuff drive safe yeah um just also don't don't be driving at like 2 30 in the morning nothing nothing good happens after 2 a.m you know, that is correct. It's just, just go, go home. That's go what to, we learned. Go to bed. Go home slowly. Yeah, go home slowly. Um, or if you've had any bit, call an Uber. They have lots of Ubers, especially if you're a professional athlete who has, you know, some yeah. decent money. Um, all right. Are we going to go? to... Yeah. So now we got before we go into the bulk of our our episode here, we have another special ad read by producer Dustin here. Have Dustin. fun following the obituary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin, what what we got? What's the ad this week? All right. This week's episode is brought to you by Dick's Lumber. It's not the biggest lumber store, but the quality is unmatched. Nailed, screwed, or pounded, this wood can do it all. A family-owned company, not a big corporation. Keep it in the family. A dick you can trust. 
Just know this dick always has wood. Mention this ad or this week's promo code, hardwood, and we'll pack our wood in your trunk for free. All right. It got incesty in the middle. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I, 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 didn't, I didn't feel good about it. We got to talk to our representatives I, over at Dick's. I know, felt Dick's like I was Dick's ready lumber. for that ad, and then in the middle, it just took this weird little jog, yeah. and, then it, and then it went right back to what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I uh, wasn't expecting that, and uh, we need to have a conversation with uh, with them saying, like, maybe you should clean up your language a little bit. You People might take it the wrong way. Did maybe. you know that Did you know that Dick's Sporting Goods, their website is dicks.com? That's an incredible um, domain that they secured. Like, wouldn't you have gotten DickSportingGoods.com and probably done that just no, to be safe? No, but everyone just says, I'm not going to go to I'm, they they say, I'm going to Dick's. They did used to have that. That was their domain And then they ago. And then, then, then they, they, they got, it. they bought. There's a hostile takeover someone, of the Because someone had Dicks.com, and I'm assuming it's a certain, a, cer- yeah, a certain company probably or type of business had that and, you know, a lumber business. International Society of Richards. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, Dick Nixon. Um, all right. That brings us to the bulk of our episode. So as we've talked about a little bit on this, you know, there's always surprises in the NFL. There's always teams that kind of come out of nowhere that you wouldn't think would have a great year. Things just kind of line up the right way. Like the bears in what was it? 2018. doesn't matter. Um, you know, you, you got, um, <laughs> Couple te- like the Jags, you know, it got to the AFC Championship game. You just see well, that these was teams. Bortles. Everyone saw that. Coming. You see these teams, not their historic defense. You're right. Um, you see these oh, teams Blake. that just catch lightning in a bottle and they they make a run. Maybe it's not for a Super Bowl, but it is what it is. They have a great year. You didn't even mention the one that happened last year. Well, because we're going to talk about that. Oh. It's probably going to be in what we're going to talk oh, about. So every year, I didn't mention last year because that's where we're going off. We're going to okay. talk about okay. these teams. So. There's usually teams that make the playoffs year in and year out. The common denominator is they probably have an elite quarterback or a franchise quarterback. Um, most teams in transition have to kind of hit other spots or things to go their way. Um, so we're going to talk about the teams that we think are most likely to regress next season from last year and also improve. So, Bounce back. Yeah, a little bounce back year, exactly. Um, and that doesn't mean that they were, you know, had a one down year. They could be bad for a while and then, like, things just kind of are finally now working or clicking for them. So let's let's start with the the positives. Let's start with the teams that we think are most start likely to improve. Back. So maybe they didn't make the playoffs. Maybe they did make the playoffs and they could make a, you know, maybe they just got it on a wild card or they'll make a deeper run. Mm-hmm. So, Kevin, let's give me uh I have I only have like a couple. I mean, we can talk about multiple. I, I mean, I have one of each. Okay. So, yeah, that makes sense. So, I you you give me yours and if we have different then, you know, that's great. But yeah, so my uh, my top bounce back team for this coming season is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they went eight and nine last year, so just a uh, hair under five hundred. But they had a lot of injuries. I mean, we talked about it ad nauseum last year when the season started. Both their running backs and like their fourth string running back. Yeah. I mean, just all kinds of stuff going wrong. And the the Bengals, you know, ended up winning that division at ten and seven, and then. The Ravens weirdly were in last place in the AFC North. And yes, yeah, six yeah. straight losses in the year. That's yeah, six straight to end the year. And I think that they're a pretty good team. And I think that I, I mean, I would probably expect them to be one or two in the division this coming year. I mean, the Browns we talked about uh, their two hundred thirty million dollar mistake, and uh, Pittsburgh Steelers are either going to have Trubisky or rookie quarterback. Yeah, with small hands. Yes, yes, with small hands. How big are Trubisky's hands? Um, check, 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 Google, check, Google. check. <laughs> Trubisky fan, check. You should know this anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I expect the Baltimore Ravens to probably win that division or at least make a strong wild card case next year. Definitely not being under 500. I think that they're going to recover from their injuries. Mm-hmm. Harbaugh's a good coach. Lamar's a good quarterback. I think yeah. it all just kind of works. Yeah. No, I, I, when I was looking at these lists, I was like, the Ravens seeing them at eight and nine, like, I'm shocked that they ended that year, but I guess like, that's how muddled the AFC North was. And I, we, yeah. we might have a similar person for the team most likely to regress in that division, maybe. But that that's a weird division because it's usually pretty close, at least the top three. Maybe the bottom one because the Browns were in it for, you know, so bad so bad for so long. Yeah. Granted, since now Stefanski's been there, they've been a lot more competitive. Um, but that's that's a solid choice. I think the most obvious 
that people have just been falling in love with, especially after a certain acquisition of a quarterback who we'd mentioned was arguably the cringiest yep. is the Denver Broncos. I'm not going to say them as my pick because everyone I, is on the Bronco yeah, hype train. I, I resisted the Broncos. And I had that same thought. Cause like they went seven and 10. They're going to be better than seven and 10. They should be. Cause like that, they were doing that with Teddy Bridgewater and drew Locke, and they still won seven games. And, yeah. You know, they have a new coach. Um, your boy, Nathaniel Hackett is there now. And, Theoretically, he, he should be better than Vic Fangio. Like Vic Fangio proved that he's not a great head coach. He's a phenomenal defensive coordinator, but head coach wise, it's. Eh. Well, the tough thing about the Broncos too is that they're in a really tough division. Yeah, they're like, probably the hard. I mean, the hardest division. I yeah. mean, I would say with Russell leaving to go to that division, leaving the a- NFC West to go to the AFC West, that pushes the AFC West over them for the most yeah. difficult visit division in football. Um, so. That's the obvious choice. I'm going to go a little out to the box uh, just because my wagon's firmly hitched to this young quarterback based on before last year. Um, going with the New York Jets. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say the Giants. I, I'm I was going so with, happy. I'm going with the New York Jets because I was really big on Zach Wilson coming in the NFL. Um, I big liked fan him. of uh, DUIs? thought we just talked about that. You know, he's fine. <laughs> he, 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 he's, he comes from a, a good – a, a long family. line of DUIs. <laughs> yeah. I you were say. No. <laughs> he could. I don't know. Maybe it runs in the family. I don't know. Uh, no. So like we've, I've mentioned, I've talked about the New York Jets uh, probably more so this off season than like ever before. And I lived in New York, and so it's like I love their moves they made. I think Robert Sala was a great hire. We talked about last year. They didn't have. I mean, they have the youngest roster. I'm pretty sure in the NFL. They have a lot of young talent. They had three first-round picks this year. Um, that went pretty well. That went, yeah. And so they have, and then they have Zach Wilson, who he started off the year so bad. Everyone's like, oh, he's a bust. He threw a lot of interceptions. But then you could see, like, the second half of the year, he settled in. They started to call the offense a little, you know, more catered to him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And realizing, like, he's really good, you know, making these off-platform throws and these difficult you know, he doesn't have to be set to make these throws. And he started to see defenses a little bit better and he performed a lot better than he did. And so I'm, I'm banking that it's probably going to be like, I think the bills are going to win that division running away. Um, the Patriots, it's hard because they won 10, they went 10 and seven last year. And I'm, I'm sure they'll probably be around that. I'm not big on Tua. I feel like that's going to be a sneaky competitive division yeah. because yeah. nobody's really like a standout. Yeah. I think the Jets have a chance. I mean, the AFC is so hard. If the Jets put I don't, Mike White back in. I don't, I don't think – I don't even think he's on the team. Remember anymore. Mike White? Yeah. Remember that? That was that a was, fun week. Oh, yeah. Mike um, White. And then he played again. You're like, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> we had that one week, that one game. <laughs> um, but I I don't know. I, I don't – I think they're going to win – Probably seven or eight games I could see them winning. So uh, that, doubling their win percentage. That was my question. So I was going to say, is your bounce back? My bounce like, back is like playoffs? Double, is no, my, my bounce okay. back is doubling their wins. And they're probably not there at the playoffs just because the Bills are probably going to be so good. They're not going to win those games. Patriots, they'll probably, I could see them getting swept. They're not going to sweep the Patriots, I don't think. As so, long as Bill's there, it'd be really tough. I think so, they have a so chance to sweep the back Dolphins. Is, they're, they're probably going to have a better differential at the end of the season than negative 194. Yeah, absolutely. Their defense their defense is going to be a significantly better. Um, and their offense, you know, they, I mean, they weren't that great, but I think they're going to be trending in the right direction. So that's my, like, major that they're going to improve. I don't. It need a crazy thing to happen for them to make the playoffs just because the AFC is stacked um, with a lot of really good teams. Maybe not that division, but when you look at like the whole yeah. a- the NFC, yeah, the, the, the AFC West and all that, like it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty tough. Um, but so some middling news for Jets fans. Yeah. So there's, it gets better. It gets better. There's a light at the end of the tunnel at some point. I, I I'm going to be really sad if Zach, if uh, Zach Wilson is just terrible. Be like, damn it! But yeah, I, I I was I mean I I loved watching him play in college, and I don't know he was just he's just fun to watch. I don't um, like his headband. <laughs> I think it's too much. Okay, 
Um, I mean, his his idol is like he loves Aaron Rodgers. Like that's what he. Like, now, hang on they, a minute. I think the headband might actually be growing. No, there you go. Aaron Rodgers wears a headband. What are you talking about? Does he? Yeah. No, it's he different ha- though. He wore it all. It's the same kind of headband. No, it's a different kind of headband. Well, Jack I guess Wilson's I mean, headband's like a basketball headband. Yeah, Zach it's got, Wilson's like, is the, the tie in the back. Yeah, it's like a Jordan, like one he has to like tie. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers is looks like a compression sleeve that he cut. Yeah, he was and just kind of put on his head. It's like a head condom <laughs> that he wears, just just there. Yeah, um, he's got to protect the world from his brain. <laughs> the the woke mob will be after him. <laughs> Gotta be careful. Um, uh, Dustin, do you have any team that jumps out to you that Don't you think you will improve? Fucking say it. he's he. But <laughs> he's before we started, grin. before we started recording, he's like talking about it, and he just doesn't even mention Hang the on. bears. It was okay, like, you're thinking the Bears? No. It's <laughs> well, you. if you want to talk about the Bears. Well, the Bears. Well, no, I was actually thinking the Bengals. That they're going to improve. <laughs> they're going to bounce back. They're going like, to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, I actually did. Uh, I do think Jacksonville might have a little bit better of a year. I think Trevor Lawrence will start stepping into his role a little better. Uh, they've got two good backs that could be pretty dynamic together if they're both healthy. So they got Christian Kirk. I mean, yeah, they they gave him like eighty million dollars. Yeah, I heard he's worth a lot now of money. They just need a they just need a good offensive line and a solid defense. I think they could win six seven games. They just well, need majority of their team. To and, be good. And, and, and they got rid of uh, of Urban Meyer, of which players. is which is significant. Anytime you don't have an Urban Meyer, that's yeah. a big step up. Yeah, you could have no coach, and it's still much better than I having mean, an Urban Do- Meyer. Doc or what's his name? Is it is it Doc Peter? What's his name? Uh. It, Doug. Doug, Doug Peterson. Doug. I was like Doc. Doc like, Peterson, Peterson, right? Yeah, Doug Peterson. Like he's gonna he's gonna be better than Urban Meyer because Urban Meyer For was. For a second, I was like, is Lovey so Smith bad. coaching the Jaguars, but he's coaching the Texans. Yeah, yeah. which is yeah. a choice. That's <laughs> it's a choice. Um, all right, the the Jags. Okay, the Jags. Well, that division is gonna be weird. Like, what do you think of them losing DJ Chark though, Dustin? I mean, that's you love taking a fancy. huge blow. Yeah, tragic. <laughs> And, I think you took him over. And whatever that other guy's name is. I think you drafted DJ teams. Chark over <laughs> Debo Samuel and like Cooper Cup. Yeah. Terry McLaurin. Yeah. I think he's taking who? Exactly. You, you know, you're taking DJ Chark over these dudes. Um, okay. Let's uh, let's go into team most likely to regress that you think. Um, let's go reverse here. Um, Snake draft? Yeah. Dustin, you go. The Bears. Uh, <laughs> to I, I, I mean, yeah, the Bears probably are going to have a worse season, but <laughs> probably won't. That doesn't sound games. like what you told us last time we recorded. Yeah, that was a ceiling. Oh, so this is <laughs> so this is like normal now. This is like well, in the middle. No, my my realistic. This man, is me like being realistic. Wins, so I have them. I my realistic. I think I had them at five wins. They had six last year. Oh, so, so that is a small regression. Okay. I accept that you, as much you as have I them hate reg- to say it. Your crazy regression is one game. No, no. As much as I hate to say it, <laughs> the whole it's point is like box. it's it's supposed to be one where you're like, "Oh wow, I can't believe they sucked this year. Wait, they wait, had wait. a worse year." You just missed it. No, it, it's gonna be the Bucks. Yeah, I like it. I just I don't know. I hate to say it, but is, I, I is don't, it because Tom Brady? What's the reason? Washed? What's the reason why you think the Bucks? It's because Tom Brady. Who's in that division? Who do they play? Six games of the year. Sam Darnold, I think. Sam Darnold, um, Marcus Jameis. Mariota, and Jameis. Uh, that's I mean, six I mean, wins. Jameis, that's Jameis two, like, won a right national there. championship. So, <laughs> Mar- Marcus, just, Marcus Mariota, he he got to a national championship. Let's talk, keep talking college. He's, he's another guy that's kind of just a journey. Let's talk about he's these guys all over the place. Yeah, these guys that are not even starters. <laughs> like <laughs> he's been all over the place on fourth and inches. Yeah, you have who Aaron Rodgers refers to as the goat. Against three uh, non-starters, yeah. yeah. We, didn't, we, didn't, talk we didn't even talk about that at That's all. That's the huh. jinx, though, right there. Huh. It's true. As soon as he acknowledges, I it, mean, let's let's just get this out of the way. I am not on the same page as Aaron on several opinions, <laughs> and we learned that last year. So this really isn't as big of an epiphany as as you think it might be. It's funny because Aaron I think and I do not always agree. didn't. Wasn't it this year after this when they the Bucks they Tom Brady has now beat. More NFC or is tied the amount of NFC opponent playoff wins. Like he has as many wins in the NFL playoffs against NFC teams than Aaron Rodgers has in his whole career too. They have the same amount. Yeah, and probably. Brady's been in the NFC for two seasons. Yeah, he's on a super team. Yeah, yeah. I, that doesn't. I, that also, you know, includes the seven 
or I guess the six Super Bowls that he had against NFC teams. So there is that. That's six wins. And then he has, you know, factor in. Well, then that's that's the that's four. cheating. That doesn't count. <laughs> okay. I'm losing you in the math, so I'm just rejecting the. Concept. Yeah, you're just saying no. It's not real. No. Check you check know. it again. Have the boys at the it lab just, check it. It. it was so f- awesome. Like I love to see that tweet that he had because I'm like, anytime like you try to bring up like he Aaron Rodgers himself calls Tom so, Brady so the Aaron, goat. Aaron Rodgers is always right. No, about everything. It's just like I'm gonna for in this matter in terms of best like greatest of all time. Aaron Rodgers says Tom Brady is, and yeah. that's that's the end and of the conversation. Aaron's entitled to be wrong about that. That's fine. He's a humble guy. He doesn't oh. want to get canceled by the woke mob. Yeah, the woke mob hates when you call yourself the goat. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, you're, you're in tune with do. the woke yeah. mob. Yeah, just, I hear stuff. Yeah, yeah. I walk down the street. There's a mob. I hear him. You you just you need to understand. Nothing, nothing can change what's going on up here yeah, in my it's, head. You, you are so dead on the hill. Like, you're decomposed. Yeah. Like, it's just... Me, me with Rodgers being the GOAT is like you with Kirk being underrated. But, okay, that for a fact, there's nothing you can actually, like... There's nothing that says that he's overrated. Like... Kirk said he was overrated. What? When? Maybe. No. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Nice Don't try. look it up. Nice try. <laughs> I'm sure those words have left his mouth yeah. at some point. Yeah. Overrated and Kirk. You're right. That's and is. He's probably, he's probably, <laughs> like, he's probably wrapping up his steaks. Maybe in the not foil the same and order. He's like I don't. I don't know if I can do this anymore. I'm a fraud. Mm. <laughs> Jesus. Um. All right. You so you say the Bucks legitimately. The Bucks legitimately because Chris Godwin has a boo boo, and he wants. Is this playing. is this you, you saying the Bucks no, too? Oh, this is you. Team? I don't need one. Give, give, sure. me, give me another the, one. The Seahawks. The Seahawks. They won seven games. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna lose less. It, the the point less. of the point of this is a team that was like good last year. No, it's a team that's gonna no, regress. I preface this by saying a team that was good, and it's shocking that they're regressed so, so Dust, bad. Dustin's three regression teams are the Bears, the Bucks, and the Seahawks. Like the Bears and the Bucks, or the Bears and the Seahawks. Those two teams are like arguably contending for the number one overall pick like no shit they're gonna get less than right. six and seven Let's, wins respectively. all right the browns okay uh, you're banking that's that. low-hanging fruit though okay so now we got four regression teams from dustin which i like but can adam beat it with one regression team that he picks yeah, let's uh, let's let's might as well keep it in that same division. Like I hate to you know say it. No, like I'm sorry, Paige. No. I know you love Joey B. No, Joey Burr, but uh, it, it has to be the Bengals. Like right, it has to. I be. I feel like you hate the Bengals because no. you're jealous. Well, think about it. Your girlfriend you... likes Joe Burrow. <laughs> no. I think you're trying to yeah. hurt everyone's feelings in this room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like they. You look back at Super Bowl losing teams. The Super Bowl losing team typically is bad the next year. Like, they typically have a off year. Like, especially a team like the Bengals, where, like, that defense that they had in the playoffs way overperformed. Uh, you have the offense. Like, it was an unbelievable year for Jamar Chase. But you know defenses are not going to be playing it like that. Like, it's going to be a completely different strategy against him. Yeah. Joe Mixon had a career year. But counterpoint... They're just going to use T. Higgins. They're in a relatively weak division. No, I I think that they, and they got offensive line help. They'll they will probably make the playoffs just because I don't see so two teams. So this is like a mini regression. They're going to be like nine and eight. They're not going to make it to the Super Bowl again. That's for sure. They're definitely not going to win. Okay, the Super Bowl. well, I, I thought we were just talking about record. That's a big regression there. Like I I mean, their regression is they got to the Super Bowl and they lost by one score, and now they're I don't I could see them being a first round exit. If making the playoffs. They lost by one score because of Samaj AP, right? Yeah. People don't forget. Um, yeah, just die for the ball, man. Um, so that that's a, a major team. But yeah. I also, okay. at the, probably the biggest one, and this might be a little bit of a sad point for me because I was a big defender on him early on. The Vikings. No, Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans are not winning 12 games again. That was mine. You Sorry. stole it. Well, all right. Um, Tannehill, looked, me. Tannehill looked like garbage last year. And yes. I was a bit like he was so good when he first got there. And then like, I mean, they took away A.J. Brown and like Traylon Burks. He could be really good. He's definitely not going to be A.J. Brown right away. He has asthma. That was a news article I saw. I'll give you asthma. 
don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I, so I'll let you mention more about it if that's your, if that's yeah, actually that, yours. that was mine. And the Tennessee Titans, it's kind of, I had forgotten that they went 12 and five last year. Yeah. That's, that's significant. And not, not just 12 and five. They were the one seed. Well, they were, yeah, they were the, they one, were the seed, one seed. And they did it a lot of the season without Derrick Henry, which mm-hmm. doesn't really support the regression. But when you think about it, Derrick Henry, I hope I'm wrong, but I kind of see Derrick Henry as somewhat compromised at this point. He will still be very effective when he's out there, but this is kind of the first crack in the foundation of Derrick Henry where he's missed significant time. Yeah. I mean, he has been like an Iron Man out there for such a long Pretty time. Pretty sure he literally had a crack in his foot. Yeah. Pretty sure it was a broken foot. It was foot. literally a crack. Yeah. And, and I think that with his usage, his high workload, his very physical style and all that stuff, we're going to start to see a decrease in production. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you make a swap, A.J. Brown for Traylon Burks, which, say what you will about long-term, it's a downgrade in the short-term. Mm-hmm. Traylon Burks is a rookie. A.J. Brown's a superstar. Like That's just not up for debate. And they didn't really have any, they don't really have anyone else in that receiving core that can kind of pick up the slack there. Right. And you, and then the, the last piece of that puzzle is what you said. Tannehill kind of looked like shit last year. Yeah. Um, and he never, he never looked awesome. He was at his best, like efficient and competent. Yeah. I mean, he threw 20, he went, since being with them, he went 22 and six the first time around in 12 games. And then in 16 games the year prior, he went 33 and seven. And then last year, 21 and 14. So the interceptions obviously yeah. skyrocketed all every year. His high his most passing yards is 3,800. Like yeah. he's just. He's a thoroughly average yeah. quarterback. And in a division where I think the Colts are going to be pretty good, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Matt Ryan, skinny ass Michael Pittman. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just talked about how great the Jags are going to be. Christian Kirk. I mean, come on. The, uh, the Texans will be filled with the, the power of Christ. After I, they I thought about saying the Colts Watson. a little bit. Yeah. Just because, like, but, like, Matt Ryan is an upgrade over Carson Wentz. Like, he yeah. is. Uh, he's not going to give you the fuck it throws that Carson Wentz will just do. No, he doesn't do the, like, I'm going to throw this too short and hope for pass interference things. Yeah. Which is kind of a shame because it seems like Pittman was really good at going and getting yeah. those anyway. Yeah. I, and I like Jonathan Taylor had a phenomenal year, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but he's not going to have that year again. I don't think. Like I, ju- I just, I, I mean, don't know. He's young. Um, it's that division is going to be a little like weird. Like I wouldn't be surprised if the we only have one. <laughs> we only have one team making the playoffs. But I, yeah, like I, the Titans most likely will not. Go yeah, I just see them as regression. Better. I also don't think their defense is uh, is anything to really right home about it definitely can't carry a struggling offense yeah um yeah i don't know i mean i think and i got several more regression teams the chiefs uh the bills um (laughs) every division winner not the packers not no they're gonna Uh, win they're gonna win all the games the rams signing aaron donald that that was a mistake i mean the rams probably will be a regression but i don't know like the Rams, I, I feel like now, though, the Rams are still the best team in their division. Like, they went 3-3 three and three in the division last year. That's yeah. like, I don't, I don't see that happening again, probably. I don't know. They'll probably be better than that. Just the, because yeah, the, the Cardinals. the Seahawks are crap. We've been, we've, you know, talked about how the Cardinals, we, I'm not big on the Cardinals. We get to see them in season. Hard knocks next year is the Cardinals. So we get to see, and that leads up to the playoffs. So we could literally see an implosion happened before our eyes that's behind so, the that's scenes. That's so mean that they did that. It could be great. That's so rude. Like, let's, like, let's go to the coach that has the history of just falling on his face to end seasons. Let's let's record it. <laughs> Show it. Cliff Kingsbury's reaction was, and they're like, you're going to do in-season hard. I'm games. convinced like, he doesn't really like me. I, I think he likes the status and money that comes from being a, quarter, like a coach, but I don't think he really is like, that invested. I think he lives for the off season. That's why he collapses so early so he can get a start on it. Yeah. That's that's, fair. that's what I think. So <laughs> we're wasting time. Yeah. We could be in the off season yeah. right now. He's like, I could be in California. Come on. Like I don't want to be in this See shit town. My house. <laughs> get me out of Arizona. Glendale. <laughs> Fuck off, Glendale. <laughs> His house is a Bond villain's house. Like it's just absurd. You have to come back and coach. No, no, I don't want to. I'll just mail in my game plan. <laughs> They're gonna accidentally make the playoffs and be like, "Okay, we'll see you guys next week." What? 
What, that was like last year. What are you talking like about? They made the playoffs last year, and like they were trying not to. Like if you know, I I don't know. There were a couple teams that just all they had to do was not shit the bed near the end of the season, and they would have made the playoffs. But you know, I don't know. Um, what was another one of those teams? Uh, well, I can't really say the Vikings because they never really sh- they didn't have a time to shit the bed. Like they were always kind of battling around five hundred. So. That's not really shitting the bed. I mean, at the end, though. At the end of games, they shit the bed. Yeah. But the defense did. That's and, like, at the end of the and season. And the end of halves. Yeah. We won the last game of the season. No, but, like, what about the one before that? When our quarterback wasn't there? He had a quarterback. Someone was throwing the ball. Yeah. It's not my fault. You only have one good quarterback. <laughs> we also didn't have Self-proclaimed, <laughs> overrated quarterback. What was What happened in the game that our quarterback did play? Our starting quarterback. We're not sure. Oh. We'd have to look that up. We have footage of it somewhere. Mm, I'll have to do some digging. I'll have yeah. to go into the archives. Yeah. We just try and, try and figure it out what in this house. In this house upstairs. Yeah. Well, the, well, the, the recording was deleted. Oh. Uh, it wasn't, but I don't know where it is. <laughs> sure. Because if I deleted it, I'd feel bad. I feel like it's on that hard drive right there. Somewhere. There's no way of knowing. Yeah. There's no way you could look on the hard drive and find the video of the Packers losing and our reactions to that. Yeah. No. No. Well, all right. Um, <laughs> uh, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Short episode. We actually made it under an hour. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Um, do you have any last comments about Aaron Rodgers not being at any of the? OTAs he wasn't at, and he got he got he, he wasn't at optional. You, you see the shot that uh, Josh Allen had at him during the match. Oh, I heard about where like, they were talking about how Aaron Rodgers is like really good at golf. He's like, yeah. he's like, oh well, that's what happens when you get to just play golf and skip practice or like not be at practice. Yeah, all. Josh Josh Allen's a funny man, uh, and he still needs to practice because he's developing. Where Aaron Rodgers is perfect. You but you realize the re the benefit of having him there is for the young new players, no, right? No, like why you know it's not that Aaron Rodgers needs to be there for his own sake. He needs to be there for a lot of this young talent that the team's investing in, and that. And if you will help. check today, oh, he was there. Mandatory, speak. the yeah. mandatory yes, he ones. Yes, was there at the mandatory ones. Yeah, that's you know. And he, they asked him if he would uh, spend the rest of his career with the Packers, and he said yes, definitely. Those are his exact words. He's also lied before, named seven times. <laughs> I mean, you're in inner circle. You're okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. We, Aaron Rodgers never lies with one huge exception. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, also, any thoughts about Christian Watson having drop issues? Did he have drop issues? Yeah. No, nah, that's, that's been a big problem. That's, that's fake news. Jamar Chase had drop issues yeah. in the offseason last yeah, year. Yeah, Jamar Chase had drop issues. They paint the stripes on the ball. It's a whole thing. He also played at LSU and, again, not like against really. Like a small school. Okay, but when you think of like, like LSU, there's three letters. NDSU has two of those three uh, letters. I mean, it's almost the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But they're basically the exact same prospects, what you're saying. I mean, that's, both, that's what you're they saying. They both have the color yellow. Like, I mean, yeah. how much more similar can you get? <laughs> they they say the NDSU is the LSU of the North. Um, <laughs> you, you have uh, Amari Rogers. Um, is in the best shape of his life. That's... Yeah, no. So Amari's in the best shape of his life, and I really want to drill into this because I, for one, am just so excited. I thought that at the ripe old age of twenty-four, Amari Rogers might be on the decline, and thank God he's in the best shape of his life. Yeah, I mean, you need to be in good shape if you're going to go back there and get hit in the face with punts. <laughs> it's very important that you can, you know, you remain agile so you can try and dive on it after the fact. It's very important. I'm also just like amazed. It's like he, I'd, I'd hope a professional athlete at like 24 years old would be. You hope that they're still in an upward trajectory. Yeah, that they're in, in a good if they're ability. in good shape. Like every day they wake up should be the best shape of their life. Yeah, because they're a professional athlete yeah. and they're 24. <laughs> In a, like a skill position, like, like if you wake up as a professional athlete at that age and you feel worse than the day before, yeah, that's not a good sign, right? <laughs> Yeah. Um, Alan Lazard, I think, still hasn't reported for some reason. He, or he hasn't signed his oh, yeah, restricted has, free agent tender. Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't been there. He's holding out for well, that bag. There's also, so in the, during the OTAs, I brought up the OTAs because Matt LaFleur said, like, he had a little comment where he said, I wish, you know, because, like, Sammy Watkins wasn't there, which yeah, is weird, bad weird, because weird move for Sammy. he's new to the team. Yeah. Probably should get pretty well versed in yeah. the playbook. Yeah. Especially for when your quarterback is 
kind of high demanding. Like there's time, like he's you had a history. Trust. Exactly. Yeah. He has a history of maybe icing out some people that don't know what they're and doing. And you have a history of being wildly inconsistent. As Sammy Watkins. I mean, oh, last year. I was thinking of me. No, like, I was like, you, I was like, you wait, son of a what? bitch. Don't you talk about Sammy that way? I was like, what are you talking about? What I do here? I was, I was literally ran my head. I'm like, wait, what did I say that offended him? Like, you were saying it's so like. You used to me. love Sammy like, Watkins. And you have a history of being inconsistent. I was like, what the fuck? I feel like I've been pretty consistent why, here. Why weren't you at OTAs? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um,. <laughs> Well, that I was like going to say that that ended the podcast. Dustin, kind of sadly. What, what did you say? I, I was making a comment about how Aaron Rodgers iced out like ninety percent of his receivers last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. everyone except for a, a certain Devontae Adams. Yeah, who's gone? All right. There's also I saw um it was like a a thread like on Twitter where I don't know where he's from. He's like from some analytic you know site or whatever. Okay. Um, he was talking about how he brought up. He's been tweeting, you know, various situations, but a big major one was, you know, Devonte leaving the Packers. How it was, you know, that target share, that pie is massive to figure out big old pie. where it's going to go. And every, you know, you have typical fans being like, oh well, you know, Lazard is going to shoot like his target share is going to be a lot bigger. You got Sammy, you know, all these guys that will Aaron eat Jones. That. You know, but but then but the thing is, his whole thing about it was just because there's more targets does not mean that certain players like Alan Lazard has a defined role on there's, the team. There's a defined like, role. There will be an increase in volume. But though. the thing is, like you you see the you see the people that are like new, like Christian Watson and the other rookie receiver that you guys took in the middle uh, rounds. Yeah, um, like they they obviously will take away from that because they had zero. So like they will obviously yeah. have to. Yeah, if they're anything that. like Amari Rogers, but, you know, they'll have literally several catches. But it's like it's like a fallacy to assume that oh, because Devontae's gone, automatically Lazard will, you know, it's a de facto jump up in terms of production because it's like that's not necessarily the case. You might you're gonna see it kind of divided elsewhere, but like. It's going to be A.J. Dillon, wide receiver one. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> he working on his route. He just, he, just, he just rolls out. He gets in the backfield, and he just kind of just leaks out. Like, yeah. That's his route. That's, that's the one that's route. That's the bubble. He's just like a little backfield bubble he, route. He runs the <laughs> slowest shark wheel with his <laughs> massive legs. Oh, man. He's just, I don't know. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, like we'll see. You'll see more of like Aaron Jones. I'm sure. I want to. I want to see more formations with Jones and Dylan on the field at the same time. Right. I feel like that was something that they did a little bit last yeah. year that I would really love to see more. Well, of. and now that's what the that's what like the Vikings have been doing with Dalvin. Like they've been putting him. Oh, you you guys have been tweeting some wild stuff about your running backs. What are you talking about? When the Vikings tweeted. Uh, uh, Madison and Delvin, and they said like best you, running you mean, backs in you, the NFL. You mean from the team's Instagram or team's Twitter page? Yeah, who is run by social media like people? You know yeah. that's not like no, it's not Kevin O'Connell well, behind you be the, the thumbs. What you, say. you know, it's being like oh, blah, 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 let's first, putting that out there. First of all, it might be. We don't know it's, that it's, it's not. not. It's definitely second, not. Second of all, you got to keep your social people. media people in check. You don't see other teams doing that. I mean, the thing you know, is, the other like, teams saying we have the best two running backs in the NFL. I, yeah, there's 31 other teams. Uh, <laughs> no one said that. Just you guys control it's just, it's your social us. media Do, people. Have you have you been scouring the other 31 teams? Yeah, every morning I get up and, and I you look. Just scroll. Yeah, and just looking. It takes several hours. I mean, the fact that you you cannot sit here and say that they are not a like one of the better one two running backs in the NFL. Well, they're top ten. <laughs> okay. At least top okay. thirty-two. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Good job. Top half. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it's just it's just so funny that you take like literally well, like a social media intern is probably tweeting out. Yeah. And social you're like, media intern Kevin how, O'Connell. How dare yeah. Quasi and Kevin do and, this? And, he, and that social media intern needs to learn that there are consequences. Yeah. I don't to his actions don't really or her actions. Yeah. But okay, I hope they got a little sad at what I, I hope they read my comment. And we're like, oh, I don't think they did. All the quote tweets were just. We all know fans. what you were trying to say was you were big on DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. No, I wasn't actually talking about them. You're talking, talking about Montgomery. You know, Cohen's gone. Herbert. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's cool yeah. Herbert now. Yeah. So you know that's that's bold of you to say that. Can we call Justin Fields a running back? That'd be fun. 
I, I, that's I mean, he's not our, much of a quarterback. Our, I mean, he had just about as many rushing touchdowns as passing touchdowns yeah. last year. So. More like, was it like four total? Yeah, Something that. like that. A couple. <laughs> a couple. <laughs> a few. Um, all right. Uh, that's all I got. That is all I have as well. Dustin, I, I'm afraid to ask. Do you have anything else? I'm afraid to answer. He's <laughs> a little shit-eating grin. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's no camera on him, but he just gives like a shit-eating grin the entire time. I mean, I could keep us going. As <laughs> okay, long, all right, no, we're gonna be done. He's leaning forward. Yeah, like he's, he's gonna like, say something. Huh? Huh? <laughs> he looks at us. All right, that's gonna do it. We're just gonna end it there. Um, so we're gonna be back probably. Try to in two weeks. It's just tough. We are, like we said, we're in the dog days of the off season. So, um, we'll try to come up with some some hypotheticals or some things to to discuss. Just some talking points. I mean, we could do Mount Rushmores and totally rip off. Pardon my take. We could. Yeah, we could do that. We could do. Um, uh, what is it? What's their their sadness episodes? What are they? Soggy sorrows. Soggy sorrows. We yeah. could just do that with Dustin every week. Just just every water week. Water. Every week is sorrow. <laughs> If the avalanche lose, just let oh, me know beforehand. Man. I'll wear a swimsuit. Yeah. Oh uh, no, we're not gonna let you. You're fine where you're in. You're like looking yeah, like you're going to the I beach. do look yeah. like I'm going to the beach. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> um all right. So like I said, we're gonna be back in a couple weeks. Um probably with some certain topic that we're gonna mainly talk about. And obviously we'll, we'll come back with a topic. Yeah, yeah. If there's any like breaking news or other news, we'll we'll mention it here, obviously. Um, but thanks for listening to another episode of third and forever presented by 10,000 takes, go to their website at 10 K takes MN.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search 10 K takes, you can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at third underscore forever 10 K where we post our episodes as well as links and clips from our episodes each week. Um, we're in the off season every two weeks. Uh, but we also post other content throughout the week. Uh, so give us a follow there. If you want to stay in tune with some NFL content, you can also probably find me and Kevin where we're a little more active, a little more biased, a little more angry, sad, happy, optimistic, pessimistic, whatever you want to call it, whatever adjective you throw in there. Um, yeah, I've been your host, Adam Oz, joined always by uh, producer Dustin Nuko and co-host Kevin Ohm. Kevin, final words. Thank you, Fitz Magic. Magic.